Yo, yo, yo. What up? This is Synchronoise. We've got another edition of Webstay Weekly. It's the 15th installment. This week we got Industry in the studio. Yo, what's up? Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, man, it's a pleasure. So you know how we do on this podcast. Introduce yourself. Tell us what your influences are and where you are trying to take your project. Okay, uh, I'm Tony, and uh, my DJ name is Industry, and I don't know, I've, I haven't ever really done this before, so uh, <laughs> I, it is, it's kind of nerve-wracking to try and talk about myself, but uh, I, started, I started with my journey with my interest in music, um, was like Warp Tour, Right. Yes. Like, uh, I wanted to be in a band. I wanted to scream. I wanted to play the guitar, like play the drums, host the party. Um, so I followed all my best friends in high school. You know, all the shows they went to, I just tag along and enjoy the ride and watch them play. It was it was amazing. I wanted to be a part of that so bad. Um, but I didn't have any like instrument skills. I tried learning piano at school. I was in band and they didn't let me stay for the rest of the semester. So I switched and, um, it was tough. Like I, I didn't know what to do to like, really get my ideas down or get started quickly and it was like uh, I had heard Skrillex's Hey Sexy Lady remix and uh, it changed everything it was like uh, what is this? How do you make this? What, <laughs> what even is th- what is this? and on spring break dude my friend Kanan uh, handed me his laptop and it had Linux Multimedia Studio on it. <laughs> it was archaic, but it was the first time I'd ever seen a DAW. And it was like, what is the premise? What is all this? What is, what is the end goal? Like, what is, what, is, what is it I'm looking at? And I spent nine hours in the car from Florida all the way back to Indy, and I made my first sound in a DAW and I was like guys <laughs> give me the ox please give me the ox and uh dude sure enough like they plugged it in and I hit play and this like really weird sounding thing came out of the speakers and I was like yeah dude I made that just now they're like nice Tony that's cool <laughs> and it was like uh, it was funny to them but to me dude it was like it's groundbreaking it was groundbreaking I was like yeah this sound sucks but I got it to make a sound it's not what I wanted to sound like but it only took me nine hours to figure out how to get a sound out of this thing and I took that and I was like I'm doing this the moment I get home. I went online and I, I found a torrent. Oh, I used, uh, you know, like the LimeWire days, and I tried to use that first, and they weren't working. It wasn't like you could just get software like that anymore. This was in 2011. Sorry, I should. This is in 2011. About a decade ago. It literally, yeah. Uh when I got home, it was like, okay, I, I have my first laptop I've ever owned. I've only had it for like four months. And I immediately started torrenting uh, software to try and figure out how to learn. And I found, a, I found Reason 4. And that was the first DAW I used. Excuse me. My mouth is so dry. Um... I learned Reason 4 
uh my favorite vst was the maelstrom vst and it was like i don't know man i didn't know anything and I, i i still kind of feel like i i still don't know anything but it's all part of the process right like you 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 that's where it really started was knowing that i had no overhead i had no like exposure to i mean my parents were musical i listened to enya my mom would play enya and really that's the only person she'd ever play on purpose but uh, she would she would play an array of different kind of like eclectic music and i i really got into understanding what that even meant uh because of because of electronic music because i heard it was something i never heard before but when when i started getting the light bulbs to click and i started to see what it meant to be a not just a producer but like an artist you know to have this kind of beautiful moment with like yourself and the thing you're trying to do where it's like okay something clicked for me and i loved it (laughs) and it was like i didn't care how long it took you know i didn't care what what even my purpose in doing this was it was just like skateboarding is kind of like this thing that i spent a lot of my time doing because it was one of the things that you put you get directly back what you put into it right and it's all on you and it's only you who can get better right and something about that was like really awesome to me because i don't know like team sports are great but uh i didn't really vibe well with just kind of some people just some some people you know and it just kind of drew me away from organized sports and trying to do anything like that i guess so music was like part of skateboarding it was like i'd listen to my favorite shit and i'd go skate and then it turned into well who's making all my favorite stuff who are these people how do i what does it mean to figure out like research artists well how do they do it what do they do and then it was like this whole world unfolded i understood this tiny part of the software and i had a small part in being able to do some of that you know granted i couldn't afford the actual software so i worked my way up to do it but and it was like i don't know man that that car ride it's like i've always been super interested in doing stuff and I never know what I want to do, but when I see it, I know it. And when I started to feel that, it was like, okay, this is, this is really awesome. And, uh, yeah, dude, 10 years ago, I DJed my first show on my birthday in 2011. It was called, uh, basement B A S S M E N T. Classic. Holy cow. I feel like I just ranted. Oh, that that's, was epic. That's how it started. That's how it started for me. And it was like, um, I, I just, you know, you just want to get, you just want to learn more. You just want to uncover more layers of that onion. Right? Yeah, you, you dip your toes wet and you think, hey, this is, is really cool right and then you dig deeper like how do i do this and that and then it it gets hard it's always hard and you, you got to stick with it and even when you think you have an understanding of it you unlock some new aspect 
and it's just a never-ending learning process. Yeah, I feel like it's always hard. There's all there's different difficulties at different stages. I'm running into a point where self-confidence is kind of a big factor in determining my, you know, overall satisfaction. And, you know, I get really excited about the stuff I make. Um, sometimes it sometimes it doesn't reflect uh, in the reception, but that that never got to me. And it wasn't until I really, really started understanding what I was doing that it started to get to me. And so I feel like it's always hard. You always, there's always something that is going to come up, right? Uh, it's just not letting it win. Getting over it. You have to maneuver. You have to maneuver. And it's, and it's maneuvering yourself. Because there's nothing stopping you. It's willpower and life gets busy you know there's there's no avoiding that your mind gets busy yeah it's in and you think you think you're not good enough you think everything you're doing you know uh you, you know the world is impartial nature nature is impartial so your success is is, is your own, right? And there's so much pride in that and there's so much like excitement and like, yeah, I can do this. And you want so badly to get your ideas to just come out. The maneuvering is yourself. And then I've learned that that reflects back on my own life so hard because there's so many things that you have to maneuver in terms of your own you know health your the way your your actions you know reflect on or your decisions reflect on you know your outcomes and you know all that maneuvering outside of music you know affects how you feel about yourself within music and sometimes it it'll bury you because this one thing that you have so much fun doing and you love so much and you just need to you want to get more out of it you push yourself you just it'll bury you if you don't know how to maneuver and i know because i let it bury me i've i you know sometimes there are points where you're like you just don't like get up you don't shower you don't take care of yourself you kind of forget what you're trying to do and that'll that will bury you whoops whoopsie but uh yeah you're right uh you always have to keep an eye out for imbalances of energy spend on what you're doing what you're trying to do you just gotta Look out for yourself. Can't overdo it. You can't overwork yourself. You just gotta strive for the best. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely easier, easier to give yourself the relief. It's much harder on yourself, and like, you know, when you're overdoing it. You know when you're when you need to take a break and. You know, sometimes it, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but I would say my, my, my influences in music, they're, I'm really driven by like, uh, just hype, right? Like something that you can't explain, but whatever the hell is going on is fucking sick, right? Like, um, my biggest influence, I'd have to say, is Night Punk, for sure. Because 
he captures this like raw kind of gangster vibe but with incredible sound design yeah. and I imagine I imagine my my project industry uh, is like something that has this ethereal feel in terms of the melody and kind of the the soundscape to it but I really want to explore things that are super high energy but bring bring some sort of character to it that gives it this kind of uh I want to say like I I like the phrase cosmic horror because cosmic horror is like HP Love Lovecraft like Cthulhu so something so horrific or so uh profound right I really like the idea of music that taps into this kind of realm industry uh the way i think of it is is like a like a mantra right so my industry right the things that i do the things that are about me i write code i love video games and graphic design and um i've been using photoshops since I was like 15 or 16 years old. And I've always dreamt of creating these places like in 3D or in a picture or uh, in music, right? Like the, the sounds you might hear in this place, right? Is going to, is going to reflect my own industry. Like the things that... I do that are that make me me right like I skateboard um you know I write code I uh I love making music and those things my interest in building things in sciences that is that is like part of where the art kind of gets inspired from the influences are the people that have drawn me so close to loving the artwork of making music. I would have to say night punk. Absolutely. Hands down. He's nailed it. He's, Insanely he's, a, he's absolutely it. fucking nailed it. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I'm I'm drawing blanks right now because uh, once I said his name, uh, honestly, Skrillex, dude, like Skrillex was the guy that truly inspired me to want to be in it. Um, feed me, uh, Spore, feed, uh, John's other project. Those, uh, those those guys they really figured out what it meant to create electronic dance music but with the character of their own i guess industry right so like i would i would describe someone with the industry that either they are part of right so if you're a dentist, you're in the dental industry, right? I make music and this is my own industry. And what that is, is this culmination of trying to find my place in the universe as well as in music. So I correlate a lot of the things that I'm really excited about to things like places or, 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 uh, um, 
uh, things that are either ethereal or spacey or uh, gripping and uh, sometimes daunting, right? Like, uh, like uh, it's kind of daunting to think of your place in the universe, right? Indeed. If you were to wrap a song around that or some sort of feeling, right? I think of Lorne, Perfect Dark. Uh, that song is just so hauntingly beautiful. And it's that kind of emotion that I'm trying to evoke out of myself. And it's, uh, uh, I feel like I get closer and closer every time, but the more I work and the more I understand myself, the, the easier it comes and the, and the, the more I get into the flow and that is that that is where it comes from this the inspiration and those guys man uh chi i chi is one of the really truly talented artists that i still am just in awe at everything he makes the inf it, it, i i listen for things like inflection and uh, just how how they draw your attention and and then surprise you. It's all in in this crazy dance, right, between your attention and the and the music. And it is in a crazy dance. It is a perfect dance. way to phrase it, right? And the moment the dance changes you you understand where the dance is going but if the change is like one of those it's, it's like a switch like we were talking about this earlier your song that fucking switch it's it's that is so that is so inspiring because nice right like cool that was hype and it's those things man like that just really that really excites me about music and uh that's just i i just hope the plan is to get better to make more music right like indeed i just hope uh i hope i get better at conveying my idea and that's like kind of part of the struggle is I still feel like I'm learning, you know, maybe, maybe industry is like kind of my project for myself. And then once I get to a point where I'm ready to deliver something, it will become its own thing. And then I'll have something great to give, right? You know, I I try to put music out to show this is where I'm at. Like, this is how far I've come. And that's just what the plan is. It evolves as I go. Gotta play by ear. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, play shows. Get out there. Tell people I'm doing it. Put your art out there. Show my heart. You know, I feel like I don't uh I'm like social media shy. I don't like it. I don't like being on social media. I don't either, but it is pretty integral to success as a DJ or producer. I know, and that's so tough to get over. It is. It indeed I'm getting is. better at it cuz look, I'm here. I'm doing this. It's the, the first time thing. I've ever done something like this. And nice. so same like I was trying to say earlier, I'm I'm trying so hard to get out of my comfort zone, to show up, be there, work on something, bring something useful, and and work on music with my friends. You know, it's like that is 
it's scary and so exciting at the same time because how fun is this? How fun is it that we get to hang out and I get to show you all the stuff I recorded and I can, and I can give you that. That's so awesome to me. We'll be able to start a collab right here. You know, like that to me is so new. Um, I just want more of it, you know? And I think that once, once, once I start sharing myself with the world, it's like the idea will evolve with me. And the hope is just to make music that both I enjoy and people enjoy. And I don't know, man, it's a long road and I'm so excited for it. Right. Like it starts now. COVID's over. <laughs> it's 2021. It's hot boy summer. <laughs> <laughs> we do need to start a collab eventually. We do. And we will. And it's going to be epic. You got to play with those drum samples. They're cool. Oh, yeah. So I'd like to know a little bit more about the industry project and what you're trying to accomplish with your creative endeavors. So I really want to incorporate my software development skills. Um, so far I've just been doing as much networking as I possibly can and figuring out what kind of need that I could fulfill and industry is going to be an industry in itself so I'm I'm working on building a website and that's step one it's going to act as kind of like this social hub of all the things that I'm doing um, I'm going to be able to post content like videos. Uh, I really want to do things like tutorials, studio sesh recordings. I want to, I want to put all my music out, even if it's not finished, you know, put out the project so people can play with it. They want something out of it. Uh, step one is to create this website and, create an avenue that I can directly benefit people who want to learn more about what I'm doing and um, it's it's like uh, kind of creating an open source outlet right to let all my work go have access to it um, I've been backing up my Ableton projects since 2013 and I still have all of them and a majority of the samples that are in those are are still in there and so the the hope is to go back and refine and organize all of it so that all the ideas get encapsulated in some way in a usable way and I can refer to that and I can give that to whoever wants to learn from it because that's, that's where I learned. I would download someone's Ableton file and they would put notes in it and they would say like, here's the readme, here's the Ableton file or, you know, and you know, the readme would have things explained in there by the producer. And it was like those things changed my entire life because it was like I had direct access to source material of music that I would have never been able to understand. And I want to take what I'm doing and do that because how cool, right? How cool would it be to, to be able to show all the work that I've been doing to be able to show it to someone who is interested in seeing it. So step one, right? I'm working on that now. 
the second thing I want to do with industry is create some sort of plugin, something that, Ooh. yeah, to make a, to make something, you know, I, I really like the idea of making some sort of, uh, parallel, uh, compressor slash saturator, super simple, two knobs, maybe three, like a dry wet, uh, but give it something that will give it some sort of character, right? Uh, not try to be the cool, the best compressor saturator plugin, but be something that was fun to use and and offered something that just gave somebody an experience that was enjoyable, right? Like sausage fattener, you know, it's a fifty to thirty dollar plugin, and it's fun to use. And it, and it, <clears throat> you know, it changed, it changed a lot of producers, you know, lives when it first came out. I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like it literally is fatter. Like how cool is that? Like, um, that's the second thing I want to do is, uh, I have a friend who actually just started a new music project, um, I told him I was interested in doing this and he was like, well, uh, his new project is about linking up with producers and creating a community based on that. And I was like, man, that's the one thing I've been trying to find is like, how do I, how do, how, how do I organize? And so, uh, I told him, that my experience in coding, I started looking at the Steinberg uh, uh, SDK. And I opened up the, there's like this generic um, Visual Studio project that you can open up and it shows you kind of baseline plugins. This is an AMP, you know, this is a LFO, this is a, a, a VCO or, it's a, or like a oscillator. Um, and so like it kind of segments code for you so you can figure out how to traverse the SDK. But, uh, yeah, like I made, a, um, I made an amp. So all it did was apply distortion and there was a dry wet. And that was the first thing I ever made. Um, and I made that about six months, eight months ago. Uh, but like, not only do I want to use my coding, I want to do 3D graphics. So I started using Blender 2017, 16, somewhere around there. And I started using it because I wanted to make my own album art. I was like, I want to make a literal place. I want it to look like a place. And I want to take a picture. And I want to take that picture and I'll put it in Photoshop. And I want to make my album art. And that was the whole goal behind using blender uh in the first place was to to learn how to basically generate my own artwork and so the third thing i want to do with industry is generate art in either a 3d or 2d space that is a reflection of the music that i'm creating um visuals 3d music experiences um 3d art like nfts um they're cool but you know uh it that's kind of a way to just like support me if people wanted to so i thought that was kind of interesting i'm not really gonna explore nfts too much but I put out a couple just just to have some out because it was kind of cool to see some of my first things I've ever made as a NFT piece. That was kind of cool. But I want to create these... I don't even know what for. You know, the video. The, the video is part of where I'm trying to go with it is the moment I can get the hardware to do these 
hyper-realistic scenes, you know. I want to, like, use my music and use my interest in in these things to create full-length visual experiences. Um, you know, just eventually, you know. Uh, and then the last thing I want to do is... DJ. I want to, I want to, I want to take the party and I want to take it everywhere. I want to go places. I want to share my excitement. <laughs> yes. Always very exciting. So we have had a lot of DJs on the show, which is a good thing. So I want to know where you got your start spinning and what gear did you learn to play on first oh my gosh uh i first learned virtual dj classic and it was on my windows 7 laptop and i used that i used that all the way up until Holy cow, 2013, yeah, and I would take my laptop to house parties at IU, and um, the whole reason I got into DJing was because I wanted a way to express my excitement for this music. And it was like DJing was it. You put up your speakers, you find a spot, and you just start playing music. And it was like the coolest thing ever. Uh, I would use... Uh, I, I got in touch with this person that made this record label in Bloomington called Alpha Pack Records. And they lent me a set of decks... And it was the Tractor S2. And I got those, yeah, like 2012, 2013 was when I stopped using Virtual DJ. And I started using the Tractor. Changed everything. That, (laughs) being able to like, A, find the bright music to play. That was an art in itself. Because at the time, it was like, this is IU is was like this song that an IU student made a long time ago. Uh, they had just had the little five where Lil Wayne pl- uh, came up and played, and it was like partying at IU was like on the map, and so everybody wanted a DJ. So I had all my friends. I was just there. I was like, uh, my floor at IU was like the. Uh, there's this like really popular dorm that everybody wanted to get in. Is my floor was the runoff for the requests for that dorm, so it was a bunch of kids who wanted to party and have fun, and it was like, okay, well, I got the music. Let's set up, and it was like from then on, I was, I DJed as much as I could, because the music I was producing at the time wasn't good enough to dj but it was like i'm still gonna try and get in to the scene it was like i was super interested in like grizz uh uh feed me um uh big gigantic uh afro jack uh skrillex obviously uh yeah but like uh it was the it was the funk the funk was huge in 2011 2012 and so like it was all about finding the music with the best vibes and you know kaigo was blowing up and it was like everybody wanted to hear that music out and it was like you only heard it at the house parties because there was always some kid who was djing and it was like that kid knows where the music's at and that was the coolest thing ever and it was like let's get the fucking party started (laughs) that's really where it like took off for me was like the excitement of 
playing of a live performance. It was so cool. Having a chance to talk about this, it's, it's very liberating because I just want people to know that this is the thing that I fucking love to do. I don't get enough opportunities to just say that to a broad audience that would listen. I just love doing this so much. We were just talking earlier about that feeling you get when you're playing your song that you worked on and made from scratch and the crowd responds and they don't know it's your song. It's the most rewarding feeling in the world because when you were there, like I said, at the very beginning, that moment that they went, oh, and your song made that moment. That moment is the, is the culmination of all this time that you spent working on it, hating yourself over it, hating the song itself, feeling like shit all the way through getting it finished, then getting it mixed down, and then holy shit, it's mastered, or at least it's in a playable position. And then all of a sudden you play it at a show and the crowd goes, oh, and you're, then you're like, you fucking lived that moment with them. When it, when that happens to you, it shows and something you hear just makes you go, uh, yes, yes. It's absolute satisfaction. It's like all, all of that time and all of that work and you know the the highs and the lows that go with it it's the payoff that's the moment that it just all you've been you've been working towards that moment for years potentially i mean it it It, doesn't happen overnight and trying to chase the dream of becoming an artist really in any sort it takes a lot of grinding and perseverance and dedication. Well, yeah, dude, you, you were just, you, you kind of pointed it out, too. It's like I was just talking about on the micro scale of making the song. You know, what about the you know years that you spent working on music prior to that? Because that moment that, that something happened at your show and it was your music you're playing and it wasn't like you announced that it was yours they just heard it and it was like yeah and it's like that is the most like rewarding feeling to be able to invoke that in people when you yourself are so invoked by the same moments at other shows with other people's music that you look up to, even people's music you might not even heard before, something happened and it made you involuntarily react in a way that was so exciting and it got you. You're, yeah, that was so sick. I want to invoke that in people the way it invokes in me because (laughs) it's just the sweetest feeling. It's just the sweetest feeling in the world. It makes, it makes, it makes my pain go away. It makes my personal struggles go away to share that moment with people where they're just as excited about it as I am. (laughs) And it's amazing. So what, has been your most validating moment uh, throughout your career as far as feeling that the work you've put into your project 
and what you're trying to do has really paid off. Wow. Um, I would have to say it was two years ago. Um, I got a message from someone I really, really look up to. And he listened to my entire catalog of music with me. And he showed me his first music he had ever made. And he posted his first song on YouTube just months before I posted my first two songs. And like, the thing that kind of changed my life was knowing that where I'm where I'm at is okay and that I have something because hearing it from him it was unlike anything I'd ever experienced he called me left me a message like on a Facebook messenger and he told me this is how it is to feel this way, to feel like it's this never ending battle with yourself over the things you make and that I'm in a good spot and I'm doing okay. It was like that moment where I had direct feedback from someone that whose music just changed my entire life hearing it from him was insane and having that recording being able to go back to it and listen to him it was it's literally that got me through feeling so bad and then in 2020 I put out more music in a single year than I ever put out because it ch it literally changed my perspective and it made me realize that I'm doing all right. I just got to keep doing it. Just got to keep doing it. You got to keep doing it. That's the key. You can't stop. You can't. And you can't let yourself think that you should stop. Or you can't let yourself think that it's bad because it's not. And it, the only way to go is up. You know? Exactly. You exactly. That's you can't go down from trying it. it if, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But you're gonna have fun while you're doing it. The 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 point is, you keep working, and it doesn't matter what it sounds like now. Eventually your voice will be heard in the music and it'll yes. start to ring and it'll start to come out. It will. And I mean, I know, I know like I, I tried to put out music as much as I can every year, but you know, when it was early on is like some stuff would come out, some stuff would be taken down cause it was like, you know, self doubt feeling like it wasn't, anything anybody cared about and it was like uh hearing him <laughs> was really reassuring and it's weird because like reassurance in music is like it's tough to both give and receive because you are the creator so is it bad does it does it sound bad to you or does it or is it just because you think it sounds bad to someone else? And so, yeah, man, it changed my life. Hearing him basically just <laughs> tell me it's okay. Like that I'm doing okay. That I'm, this feeling that I have is, is a normal feeling. That I, <laughs> that I suck. That it's not good enough. Or that I can't find, I can't find the perfect beat. I can't find the perfect sound. 
And it's like, it doesn't exist. It's a never-ending pursuit of perfection sometimes. Yeah. At least that's what it feels like. You know, you always want what you make to sound as good as possible, but... Better than the last. Right. Yeah. It's it's natural. Right. You know, you always want to improve. You always strive to to just, you know, be the best you can. And... I feel like it's it's a little impossible to try to sound 100% perfect, like be sonically flawless. Yeah, or have perfect ideas. Right. Uh, there's, a, there's a very famous quote, and I kind of want to end it on this quote. It's, it's on YouTube, and I remember seeing this, and um, it's, about, it's about creating things. And he talks about the artist um when you get into something it's because you start to develop a taste and you get into the music or into the art because of that taste when you want to become an artist you take that taste that you have and you do your best to reflect something that is your take on the taste that you have but it'll it doesn't sound close or doesn't look anything close to what inspires you and early on you're going to make crap it's going to either sound or look or not be reflective of your best work and that's going to be normal for an artist and i i I grapple with that all the time because I want so badly to reflect my greatest ideas, my greatest work. But I I forget that my best work has yet to be made. And I and I fucking forget that all the time. That's something that's also really important to me is just understanding that if you just hold on to it, that taste, that excitement, the thing that got you into it, and the hunger, the hunger, the the uh, the work, the the. <laughs> almost not race but like you know your race against the kind of learning part right you you want to get into it right hold on to that because it comes right like i i I really want to link that video to you sometime because it's um it's really quite profound and it was really nice and I thought, uh, I think that's a good way to kind of end things off because it just, well, that's, that's just where like, that's just where my mind goes all the time is like where I'm at is where I'm at. And I'm, there's just so much more to, there's just so much more to learn, more, so much is. more to make. There is. It's all about staying as the student. Staying excited. Staying excited. And you always, like we were just saying, you got to try to be the best you can be. Keep improving. Mm-hmm. Good things will happen. So it's helpful to hear stories of other artists' struggles with that kind of thing because it happens to everyone and it's easy to get down on yourself so hearing that that uh that kind of thing happens and you know too like it it helps lifting each other up uh listening to their music I I listen to Renz's new eclectic imprint mix 
and I had to message him. I was like, man, this is so good. Like I hear stuff I recognize, but what's this? You know, what is this yours? What's this one? You know, it's like showing that you're excited about other people in music helps them. It helps. Like it shows that someone listened and they hear you working. And it's like having that conversation with him was so bless you. Bless you. Having that conversation with him was so, so nice just to hear his thoughts on it, to be able to tell him how cool it was. <laughs> like, yo, this part was crazy. Like, yeah, this is cool. Like, you know, it gets people excited. It, it makes that fear go and that sadness kind of go away. So it's just yeah. like, I don't know. I've always tried to just like push positive feelings and ideas and just like when I see something it's like yeah act on it yo this was cool as fuck like tight same way always yeah. push the positive things you've always been super positive I try to stay that way it's it's awesome it's always a good time okay. your shows are always awesome too <laughs> thank you Thank you. Yours are as well. well. It's been a pleasure having you, man. Thanks for having me, dude. This is yeah. uh, this is really cool. Yeah, I've, I'm glad you you finally were able to come and and record one here. This I is, know. This I felt is, bad that I couldn't make it that last time, but it fucking snowed in April, so I know. <laughs> like the one day, I had something that, that I wanted to do. It fucking snowed like three Super inches. Super weird, but yeah, this is uh, this is the fifteenth installment, <laughs> which is awesome. we, yeah, we uh, we're gonna play uh, an unreleased slash work in progress of industries here. Oh, he doesn't even know it. I don't know it. Yeah. What? Okay, but it's, grab, it's, it's happening. Uh oh, what? But uh, yeah, enjoy that. Enjoy Wub's Day. Be safe. And enjoy the rest of your week. You know, make it a great day to be a Wub. Go forth and conquer. Thank you for having me. This is so awesome. I gotta grab a link so I can show you. Love you guys. Love you guys. Thank you for listening.